Always two there are, a master and an apprentice. One to embody power and one to crave it. I'm the master, Dan. And I'm the apprentice, Jake. Welcome to Master and Apprentice. Hello. This is a bit weird. It's awful. <laughs> so you guys are probably picking up everything pretty clear. I'm not. So I'm suffering for you. So Jake, what are we doing? We are doing Last Jedi. Yeah. And we're doing it in quarantine. Yes, social distancing. It sucks. <laughs> we're responsible. Yeah. So. For some um, reason. Yeah. We got to do it like this for now. So hopefully it ends soon. So Jake, this week, I'm going to let you take the lead. Me take the lead? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I got to get used to hearing myself. Oh, okay. I understand. It's easier the less I talk. Well, I mean, you're you're part of the podcast. You got to talk all the time. Well, I'm going to talk, but less. Okay. So that's why we have a guest this week. Oh, that's why we have a guest this week. Well, we had it planned anyway, but it worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. So uh, this yes. week... We have our we have buddy, a guest? JB. That's your cue. I, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I muted my mic and I forgot for a second. This is off to a great um, start. Great introduction, great introduction. <laughs> uh, this is our, is our buddy. He's also a Star Wars fan, as most of our friends are. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to join us on one of the movies. Uh, we thought this would probably be a good one because it's going to be divisive. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie just JK. originally, I I thought I was going to hate it more, and I still don't like it. But it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. So I want to. But it's definitely quick. not the best Star Wars off, movie I've ever seen. Hear, so there's no echo for me. So I'll take the lead again. I agree with that statement. Okay. Because Jake is awful at podcasting. I'm trying to teach him. Uh, but yeah, so we thought we'd do we'd bring him in for Last Jedi because, uh, frankly, this movie is controversial. There. I guess I'll keep talking. Uh, so I know Jake has a hatred for this movie. Yeah, a deep burning hatred. Because for the first time, we didn't get this episode recorded in time. That's true. Because we missed someone a week. couldn't watch a movie. We missed a week. Uh, quarantine was complicated. I was switching job positions. And... Uh, yeah, you know, the movie sucked, and I didn't want to watch it. I'm making some excuses. <laughs> but, 
That's I ended up watching it. <laughs> uh, that was the whole reason why we missed doing this last week. <laughs> Mostly, yes, because I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, this movie wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be going into it. It wasn't or was? No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's some scenes in this movie that are iffy. Well, yeah. Oh, but some? Overall. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not the worst movie in the world. Overall, I have rewatched Knives Out. I like Brian Johnson's style. I'm glad he didn't ruin his style in this movie. He still went with it. And I do appreciate that. But well, it's not Star Wars. Who watched so. this two weeks ago in preparation for when we were supposed to record it. Uh, it's not as fresh in my mind. So. Uh, oh, okay. You know, because I wasn't going to watch it twice. <laughs> it's fair enough, good. fair enough. Uh, but we start in the. Let's go into it now. Uh, we okay, start. Fine. And the Resistance are leaving their base uh, because of all the shit that happened at the end of The Force Awakens. Because this movie takes place like two seconds later. Basically. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's pretty cool they're evacuating. Uh, you hear some loud, very, very loud booms out of the sky. That's called explosions. I'm pretty sure they're leaving hyperjump or hyperspace. Space or whatever. Yeah. Hyper jump. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we um, see dreadnoughts for the first time. Uh, yeah, I want a Lego set of a dreadnought, please. Those things are freaking sweet. Oh, that. That would be a crazy thing to build. <sighs> this is one of the coolest um, designs for a ship I've seen in Star Wars. Yeah. At least we got this out of this movie. Well. Yeah. That leads us to the first bit of comedy which is the interaction between Poe and Hux so uh-huh. did you guys find this funny or stupid I find this funny okay. so I find this funny because it is <clears throat> it's I, I don't know it's just a funny thing to we start out going with him evacuating everything, and then there's this dreadnought, and then he's just well. Finn's there joking around, stalling for time. There's a lot of comedy in this movie, and this is one of the few times I think it works. Yeah, there's Rest there's in. hit or miss comedy all the way through. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I see this. This is very comedy the style version of the Star Wars movie. Yeah. Well, I think it's um, because it's supposed to be such a heavy concept. They're like, we need some levity, but a lot of times it just comes off as awkward. Yeah. All right. Well, they, they have um, their interaction and then, uh, yeah. Poe decides I'm going to just shoot these cannons now. And so he does that. Hey. He does that. He does pretty good. He clears out all the surface cannons. Um, but here's another joke that's in there. Uh, BB-8 sticking his finger in things. 
Is that fix them. I didn't like that. I didn't think that was very funny. Is that a finger? I don't think. I, I didn't even pick up on that. If it wasn't supposed to be funny, it kind of was just like, really, there's no better way BB-8 could fix. Yeah, it's not like he's a droid. He's not like by soldering them. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Well, it was kind of like a last minute thing from what I understand. Is he's just like, fix it. We need it now. And he's just like. Yeah. <laughs> I still didn't find it very funny. Um, yeah, I didn't think. I, I, no. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. I just, I don't know. I feel like it was like a last minute decision where there's like. I don't know. I've never seen R2-D2 stick his whole body in something to fix it. R2 is probably not small enough to fit in something like that, to be fair. Yeah, probably not. Uh, he's an X-Wing astro droid. He can fit in the slot, but I don't a tiny think he can like, go all the way down like BB-8 did, like to the interior. That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, the Dreadnoughts start to fire on the base right as the transport team. Yeah. And uh, they all escape, and Leia's like, we got to get out of here. And Poe's like, I'm going to disobey my general, and we're going to take out this dreadnought. Yeah. This, I don't, personally, I don't like where they took Poe in this one. This is one of the plots yeah. of the movie where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is so dumb. So, yeah, this, I think, was a moment for character growth because he wanted oh, to yeah, show sure. growth throughout the movie but poe wasn't this much of an idiot in the first movie no yeah he he was smart he knows how to fight in a battle yeah but maybe he's just a hothead i don't know and I this is, is it shows sure. that when they lose 11 ships ah. fine. <laughs> yeah i I feel like Poe's progress, uh, progression in the story arc kind of went down in this movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, he does I mean, at the end, he's great. The movie, yeah. It takes some time. He picks back up towards the end, but yeah. he he just loses it at the beginning here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one, of the funny, one of the funnier things that happened that actually was funny was after Poe defies Leia... Leia looks at 3PO and says, get that smug expression off your face. <laughs> Which is stupid. That is funny. funny. Get it? Because he's uh, a boy he can't change his expression. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was watching the movie earlier this morning. And uh, when she said that, he like looks away and looks back like, smug? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, the Resistance bring in bombers to uh, take out the, the Dreadnought, which is immediately a mistake because you shoot the bombers and they just blow up. Yeah. They have no shields at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, well, my let's, thing, let's bring this out in the open. Well, my thing is, like, where did all the bombers and stuff even come from in the first place? Because you don't see them at all. They're probably close. Until, until after they start their attack. Uh, somewhere they're cloaking or somewhere I, don't know, I just don't know where <laughs> they could have been out in a different part of space and use their hyperdrive to use light speed maybe that's true but they, I mean they were staying hidden just in case yeah you know but I feel like if they tried to run back to the ship instead of attacking they all would have died anyways probably <laughs> yeah 
they were probably too close to the dreadnought to not die. Well, the yeah. bombers and the resistance bombers are actually really slow in this movie as well. Okay. I mean, oh. B bomb, uh, like B wings, are pretty slow in general. Yeah. So this probably wasn't the that best idea. Like, they didn't know a dreadnought was coming, so why were they ready to attack a dreadnought? Well, you always got to be ready. <laughs> to attack That's a, a good point. Because we've never seen a dreadnought before, so how did we you gotta like, expect the unexpected? What? You know, I'm sure Luke wasn't expecting to run into Darth Vader on Cloud City, but he did. Fair enough, fair enough. You know, deal the hand you're given. So, uh, we're down to one bomber, and this lady falls and knocks herself out almost. But she's able to catch the remote, and she sacrifices herself to drop the bombs. This character is uh, Paige Tico, who comes into some significance later, even though she's dead now. Yeah. Well, but the uh, the bombs successfully destroy the dreadnought, but the resistance lose a lot of casualties, including all their bombers. Yeah, every single one of them. Yeah. So I know you said that she sacrificed herself in this. Uh, she wouldn't have made it out anyway, to be honest with you, because yeah. the a, a Tie Fighter blew up the cockpit of the bomber yeah. before she even got their mind and everything. Well, she could just said "fuck it" and just died and not drop the bombs. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, just imagine if she just missed the remote. <laughs> like, she's like, ah, shit. She's not force sensitive. How did she catch that shit? How do you know she's not force sensitive? Ah, uh, you're right. I don't. There's no way to tell. She's dead. <laughs> True. Good well, lord. Uh, immediately, uh, Poe gets back and is slapped by Leia. Smart move by Leia. He deserved and it. demoted. Uh, yeah, he's demoted. That's that's right. From uh, the uh... Well, Hux looks like he's about to cry because he failed his mission. And uh, he uh, he gets a transmission from Snoke, who just throws him around the room for a good couple minutes. Oh, you know that's funny. It actually it's pretty jarring when you watched it for the first time, just because you're not expecting it. You know, because we've never seen like Palpatine just throw people around with a force. You know. I mean, we saw Darth Vader. Yeah, but he wasn't really throwing people around. He was just, like. That's true. Like, well, yeah, this is some like insane force control as far as like yeah. lifting and moving it's like blood bending from avatar almost yeah right so but i think palpatine was a lot better at manipulation life transference and uh you know stuff like that <laughs> life transference when does that come into play ah nowhere that's, that's a subject for a different episode uh yeah Palpatine's dead he can't be involved yeah he doesn't yeah, he's dead that's right anyway uh, Finn wakes up and uh, Poe sees him wandering the halls with fluid leaking out of this weird bag and, for whatever uh, reason well, I'm assuming it's a back to suit to heal well yeah um, but you know maybe change before you start wandering the halls that, yeah. That's what I would have thought, but, you close. know. They're like, no, he's got to find us. 
Yeah. Um, but he asks where Ray is, and we cut the good storyline of the movie. Yeah. I will say that was a good uh, opening action sequence, though. Like a nice little battle, some drama, hit or miss comedy, but overall, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> It it was a it was a good intro to the to the story. Um, I'm glad we got right into it. You know, if we would have, <laughs> the movie's long enough Fuck as it is. Movie so after the sequence, it didn't ruin the movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, good start. Yeah. Yeah. So we uh we we cut to Luke and Ray. Ray hands Luke the saber, his father's saber, no hand included, uh, kind of a bummer, but uh, Luke just throws it away. I thought this was funny. This, you know, this is a subject of oops, sorry. a lot of people think this is disrespectful. I feel like this is to his character. I do too. Especially in this movie. I feel like the people that complain about this didn't watch Return of the Jedi when he threw away his lightsaber. I was about to make the same point. Yeah. He's done it it's before. It's just a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, it's his dad's, but I mean, he's done with this well, shit. Well, yeah. If he threw away the lightsaber he made himself, why does he care about his dad's lightsaber? Because his dad's dead. Oh. He needs, he needs a cool. memento from his life because his dad was the greatest person. You know? His dad was never he did anything bad. He never hurt anybody. He never killed right, anybody. Right, right. He deserve it. <laughs> he was just an all-around good person. I mean, okay, oh. he may have committed mass genocide, but besides that... Only on children. <laughs> I mean, yeah... Uh, that okay. doesn't make it better. Yeah. Anyway, um, Luke locks himself away. We see Porgs for the first time, which is just a marketing ploy. It really was. Yeah, fuck no Porgs. Significance to the I, they're, they're little cute flying rats. Yeah. I never understood what the purpose of the Porgs were. To make people look at trailers and buy toys. To make children. Uh, but I guess. Yeah, that's people point. will see the trailer and go, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. So uh, we see that Luke's right. X-Wing yeah. has been underwater for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is just, he's done. He's locked himself away. Ray's knocking and like, you know, what's going on? And he won't answer. And then Chewie busts in the door, and we see Chewie and Luke reunite for the first time in presumably about five or six years. Yeah, yeah, probably around that time. Yeah, yeah probably depending on whenever the stuff that takes place with him and Kylo between then and now. Bloodline is set five years before Force Awakens, which talks mm-hmm. about Kylo's turn. Okay. So I think that's the time frame. Okay. Well, Luke does has cut himself off from the Force, so he doesn't know that Han is dead. Right. And that's you would expect a, a Jedi Master to be able to tell this thing, and 
why I mean, he should be able no to one can find him because he's cut off, which is, is pretty good. I mean, he's such a master with the force, he can cut himself off from it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'm not doing it. It's a smart way to hide, I guess. It's also a way to cut yourself off from taxes, because I don't think he's been paying taxes on a planet no one knows where it's at. <laughs> Probably not. I doubt a, uh, a religious uh, temple pays taxes. That's fair, I guess. But he was also a soldier, so he's in the army, so you got to assume there's some taxes. Well, he's also technically part of the resistance, so I don't know how yeah, well the resistance the pays taxes. Well, he doesn't... I guess he does. Let's say, technically, the the Republic was there. He doesn't necessarily know the Republic's destroyed now. No, they're not important. <laughs> he didn't know about you, yeah. yeah. The fact that they just wiped out five planets in that last movie. Yeah. He just knows Kylo was gonna turn, and he, ass- he assumed now Ray's here because Kylo. Yeah. I mean, I guess we don't really get that uh-huh. that side of the story because he, he doesn't really know what's going on. No. Yeah, he doesn't really ask he's questions. He's just like catching fish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the, now we cut to the throne room. Yes, the freaking awesome throne room. By the way, it's pretty. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'll have to admit, it's pretty lots cool. of red. It's a lot of red. Well, red means evil, and they're the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, you can see as Hux is leaving, you can already see, like, he wants to be better than Kylo in the eyes of Snoke. Yeah, they've got like, a rivalry. They don't like each yeah, other. They've got a, yeah, they've got a rival, like this little little bitch boy Hux and Kylo. Yeah. So well, This is the first time we see <laughs> Snoke in the flesh. You know. Yeah, he's disgusting. And he's pretty fucking big. Like he's like seven feet tall. He's tall. Like I do we, he like, probably played do we know the course on about his weight? Like that's that's how tall he is. Yeah. Do we know anything about his race or history within Star Wars? Or no. I'm not even sure if his race is a legitimate thing based on what we see in Rise of Skywalker. So, I don't know. Yeah. So you, so you think he's just just a clone, or just a? Um, I think he's a test tube baby. Okay, it's possible. That's think, what I think. I think he has some free okay. will, but I think he's still being controlled. I got gotcha. you. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, he he talks about how his high hopes for Kylo, and he says you could be a new Vader. But he said he's he's very disappointed that he lost to an untrained girl and kind of sh- kind of shuns Kylo, which leads Kylo to destroy his mask in the elevator. Good mask is stupid. Yeah, I personally think that's that it's a good scene to see him do that yeah. with the mask. You know what's funny is when uh, before Force Awakens came out, I was dead set when I saw that mask because it looks so similar to Darth Revan's. I was like, oh, he stole Revan's mask. No, I'm just like that was a dumb theory. That would be cool though. It would be cool. That would be an interesting. He scavenged the uh, ancient lightsaber, but I don't think it's true. No, no, no. But he destroys the mask, and uh, Mm -hmm. he's like, "Prepare my ship," because he's angry. 
and we come back <laughs> to angry. He's angry. You can't tell me that was a happy. You gotta get my ship. Like he's got a ballet. Uh, we go back so, to Luke. Yeah, we, we get a good did a little banter here between Luke and Ray. Yeah, and I like it. Uh, whenever he's like, "What did you think I was gonna face the whole First Order with a laser sword or something like that?" And that's funny. That is pretty because that's <laughs> if I was Ray, I would have been like, uh, "Yeah." Didn't you do it before? Honestly, the way Luke acts in this movie is completely different than what I was expecting him to. I like what? I feel like he's just being Luke. He's disillusioned. I like the way that they went with it. After losing his, he's just a wise asshole, like he should be. I guess. Kind of like his father. Well, we get to see his daily routine. Or like Yoda or Obi Wan. And his daily routine is something. Huh, yeah, I don't know how he gets that fish out of the water. He goes and milks some <laughs> He's stabbing fish with a giant ass spear. That's a good question, though, Jake. Yeah, if he doesn't have the force, how does he get the fucking fish out of the out, off the spear? He pulls the spear up. He's These are the questions. That's, that's a big spear. <laughs> the long ass spear. You're forgetting he's a farmer. I'm just saying, like. Work. When I was watching this this morning, I looked. He was carrying the fish afterwards, and I was like, "How the fuck did he even get that out of the water?" You know, it's tough. Like, it is tough. It is tough. He's a tough dude. Uh, Ray is starting to feel a call to the dark side, um, and she goes into this cave, which is very force. It was well, not a cave; it's like a tree. And, yeah, uh, the tree. It's a tree, not a cave. It's like what? There's a cave later. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, but she finds these sacred Jedi texts, which yep, it's the first time we've seen books in Star Wars and paper. I don't think that it was her call to the dark side uh, to get to the tree at first. <laughs> not, not to get to the tree, but I'm saying Personally. she's starting the Force. Did you say it's the first time we see yeah. books? Yeah, it's the first time we see books in canon. We saw a whole library in the second, uh, yeah, the second movie. No, we didn't. Well, we have the archives in the Jedi the Temple. Archives yeah, are books though. Aren't they? No. Eh, whatever. Do I need to go look this up real fast? Ever showing paper. Don't look it up. They're all holograms. Ah. Okay. Shut up! I'm the master here. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just a guess, but I wrote is because we haven't really heard it addressed in canon, but in old canon, the Jedi, the first Jedi code and book was called the Journal of the Wills. So I'm wondering if that book is included in this collection. Hmm. That'd be cool. I mean, I hope we so. never really get to see anything about the books. So, I, I mean, you know, page turners, they were not. Yeah, true. Uh, we get another line that I think is pretty funny here. When Luke is asking Ray where she's from, she goes, nowhere. And he says, no one's from nowhere. She goes, Jack who? And he goes, okay, that's pretty much nowhere. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was... Uh, also just attributes to the fact that it's more comedic in this movie than is. What if she says that to me? He would have been like, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that is nowhere. 
so I, I do got to ask because he knows in the next movie. Does Luke know here Ray's origin, her family, where she comes from? Mm. I wonder if he's another reason why he's kind of like stay away. I don't think he would have been able to sense it because he's cut himself off to the force. It's true. Um, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's written. Out I really question how anyone. There's a birth known. certificate. Ray Palpatine. I think Leia knew. You think Leia knew? Probably. Well, Palpatine obviously knew. We'll but that's that's the next movie. But <laughs> um, yeah, Leia, Leia probably knew. I sure, she still got a connection with the Force. Yeah, as we'll see in a minute. I, I think. I mean, obviously Snoke knew, but that's because he was getting controlled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good. One. I feel like in the Force Awakens. They hinted that Han and Leia knew who she was. They did, but it was very hard to tell. So maybe, maybe Han knew too. Mm. I don't know. I just uh, want to say, uh, in this next, right after this, we get to see the the tracking through light speed. Oh yeah, that's a dangerous precedent to put in the Star Wars universe. About to get there, and you just yeah, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, I was about to introduce the whole segment and just leave Oh, okay. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. This rule of two shit is, is pissing me off. <laughs> look for a new apprentice. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so we cut back to the Resistance, and uh, they've escaped the First Order. But then, no, they're not, because the First Order shows up. And it turns out they're tracking them through light speed. Yep. Okay. I feel like, but I feel I like that's, think it that's dangerous. A, it is kind of dangerous. In the Star Wars. But now there's no plot armor for someone just jumping into light speed right away. Yep. If it's a huge ship. I mean, obviously, they can't really track one fighter probably all right so let's let's gauge the funniness of this line really quick when Poe said permission to jump in an x-wing and blow some stuff up was that funny well with the context yes in my opinion it was an interesting uh like ha do i have to blow things up now i don't think it's as funny as (laughs) The uh, the stuff earlier. What was it? The uh, I can't remember the line. I don't know if it was like per se funny, but he was being a smartass about yeah. it. Well, yeah, yeah it was I like, mean, yeah, I feel like this was true to his character, even if it wasn't super super funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit's about to get real though, because Kylo is entering the uh, the aerial battle in his tie oh, silencer. Yeah. Which is awesome. His tie fighter does look pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, how practical is it though? Because it's freaking the sides of the tie are so long. I feel like there's no landing platform that'll accommodate it. Hmm. I, feel, I mean, you know, he stops well, at the diner on the way back to work, and it's like, ah, can't fit in slot two B. <laughs> Like, how am I going to park it? He's going to park it. 
you gotta park in the uh, the big parking, like when you have a, like a really big truck. You gotta park right. in the big parking. All right, fair enough. Um, you're not going through drive-throughs. Let's be honest. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you think a silencer has light speed? A what? Do you think the silencer has light speed? Uh, if a tra- if a escape pod can have light speed, why not? All right. Can an escape pod have light speed? I'm sure it can. You see it in this movie. Do we? Yes. The escape pods don't have light speed in this movie. Uh, when they go to camp, by they take an escape pod. Those those are transport ships though. Say, those aren't escape pods. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like everything has everything has light speed. Light. Unless it's literally like uh, a tie fighter, a ship. <sighs> the standard tie yeah, fighter I guess we never doesn't see, have light. Yeah, we never see a standard tie fighter because I, I don't think they're big enough. No. But like X wings have light speed. Um. Most things have light speed. Yeah. I think TIE, TIE Fighters are like the only thing in Star Wars so far. It's not the of, only thing. Um, I don't think Jar Jar has light speed. <laughs> only Jedi ship have light wise. speed because force speed is a thing. Yeah. Stupid ass fucking force speed. I ain't talking about We never see that again in any of the movies. Yes, we do. Well. We saw in the last movie. How did Kylo catch up? <laughs> we may see. It. We may. It's not. Con- it's not a confirmed case of light speed. That's true. Well, uh, Poe's X-wing is destroyed in the hangar, along with all the ships in that hangar, and uh, oh, and Kylo the pilots and Leia sense each other. Kylo's thinking about killing his mom. <laughs> Which is awful. That's not funny. That's his mom. I mean, fuck your dad. Kill your dad. I don't give a shit. Don't kill your mom. I feel like this was very dramatic. Because you get the sense of... If he kills his mom, he probably will completely turn to the dark side. He's gone. He's gone at that point. Yeah. You you kill Leia, you're done. (laughs) Basically, I feel like that would have been his, like, Kumbaya, I'm no longer, can't be saved anymore. But no. when he had the chance to do it, he couldn't go through with it. He did. He did I mean, like, go through with it. He decided not to. Yeah, good thing uh, those two TIE fighters died. Yeah. Uh, or else they would have snitched on them. Well, that leads to the point where <laughs> two other TIE fighters come in and blow up the bridge anyway. Yeah. And so Leia is sucked into space, and now it's time for my rant. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on this random. I think I know where it's going. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in Star Wars. A lot of smaller characters that aren't as important to the story, but that we love. And Admiral Ackbar, goddammit, deserved a righteous death and a meaningful death, and he gets sucked out into space in two seconds. <laughs> Fuck you. That's bullshit. I... I feel like he might have got caught in the explosion, though. Well, he, well either way, this matter. was stupid. They should have like, rid of. They should have found a way to get him off the bridge before it was destroyed. There, like have him like I gotta go to the a, bathroom. 
There is a role for him in this movie. I have and that they down later it. as well. Ugh. Pisses me off. And they do my man Neen Nub even worse in the next movie, but we'll get to that. That's true. Anyway, fuck, fuck you for that, Ryan Johnson. But I like Knives Out. Uh, so Kylo returns to the fleet. And as he does, we see Leia uh, wake up and use the Force to pull herself to the ship. So, personally, in this scene, I I don't like how this played out. Like, uh-uh. I I understand the purpose of getting Leia back on the ship and everything, but it was such a I feel like it was such a dumb way to do it. I have no problem with this. I don't either. A lot of people make fun of it because well, the way it's shot, she looks like Mary Poppins, but I like it. I we knew she was force sensitive since Empire Strikes Back. This is yeah. fine. Well, we knew she was force sensitive, but you, you can't tell me that she can just do that. Well, I mean, uh, we're, we watch see the next, the next movie. movie. She was trained. See, yeah. Well, without without the knowledge of the next movie. This was dumb. Well, maybe sometimes you got to wait for the next movie before you judge. Because you can't take a movie just because we don't know all the history doesn't mean it's stupid. Yeah. Well, it's never like it's never acknowledged the fact that she was ever trained how to use her powers. And then all of a sudden she could just force pull herself to the ship. It's like, really? Thinking back on it, uh, I. You had to assume she trained. Why would I had she? always assume she had trained. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was a good. Why? Why? Why would she have? She's Luke a was princess. Probably like, Yo, you're force sensitive. Want to train? And he's like, yeah, I got nothing better to do. War's over. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm just I, she, I never idea. thought she became a Jedi Master, but I assume she trained the way in the Force to at least connect more. Yeah. When the old you, yeah. she became a master. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had kids, and their kids became masters. Yeah. And then one a kid became a prick and turned to the dark side, but we, we ignore him. Yeah, complicated story points. And one kid died before he could be a master. So really only one of his kids, her kids, <laughs> really became a master. But, yeah. Okay. That'll be it. So, uh, Leia gets back to the ship, but she falls unconscious because, I mean, she had no oxygen out in space. And, yeah, it's uh, probably pretty hard to do that. Probably. Probably took all the energy out of her. We probably, go back yeah. to Ock and Chewie is cooking pork, <laughs> which was not funny. I, I found this thing actually a little humorous. I did not. I thought, um, this is dumb. Chewie would just eat the pork anyway. Yeah, he would. I feel like they should have ended it with him taking a bite. Taking a big-ass bite for that pork. But I do feel like it is hard to eat something while looking right at it. Uh, Yeah, I feel like maybe the pork's looking at him and be like, you're eating us. I'll go to a Big Mac and go drive to a cow field and eat it right now. I don't care. See, but Chewie's from (laughs) Kashyyyk. He's a Wookiee. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, obviously, he just fucking yells at him. He's like, get the fuck out of my face. 
Well, during this, we see Luke um, kind of sneak onto the Millennium Falcon. And it's the first time he's been there in years, presumably. And, yeah. Uh, he has a reunion with R2-D2. Oh, R2, R2. Okay. Which is probably uh, the first time he ran into R2 since the temple fell. Since he took off, yeah. Yeah. Well, he kind of catches up with R2 and he's like, ah, oh, you wouldn't understand. I can't come back and help. And then he shows Luke the recording of Leia from A New Hope. And he's like, that was a cheap move. And we go to the next scene where Luke agrees to give Ray three lessons. So how do you give people lessons oh, yeah. in the force? You don't use the force. Um, well, I mean, you can teach her how to connect with the force. You can... I don't, I don't know, think she... I don't think she knows that he's disconnected from the force yet. She doesn't yet. Well, no, she doesn't. Because that comes up later. So, like, yeah. So, her mind, she's like, oh, I'm getting taught by a Jedi Master. Yeah. I mean, he's still a master. Yeah. You can teach her some shit. I don't think he thought about using the force whenever he was like, I'm going to teach you lessons on how to That's do fair. things without me showing you how to do things. All right, well, we find out that um, since Leia is unconscious... Yeah. Vice Admiral Holdo is now in charge of the Resistance. We also find out Holdo's an asshole. A little bit. It's pretty much it. Okay. An ass. I I uh I have no issue with Holdo's character arc in this movie, although I wish we would have known a little bit more about her beforehand. But I feel like this role should have been given to Akbar. For sure. So. <laughs> I like. I have no problem with the way it turned out. I have a big, but it should have been Akbar. Yeah. Listen, That's all. I, mean, I understand that when you're in that position of power, you ain't gotta tell anybody shit. Well, not I feel like it plan, was so you don't risk them coming up with the bad plan. Right. Yeah. Pissed me off through the whole movie. Just tell him the plan. Well, I feel like she was directing it all towards Poe because Poe is being the way he is in the beginning of this movie. Well, it's like the yeah, only I mean, reason I could see her withholding that information is if she thought there was a spy, but there's no setup for, hey, we have a spy. So Right, and no one, like she told a couple people, obviously, about the plan. So no one told the plan to Poe? Not one person heard it? I don't know. Seems weird. We'll get more into that later. I feel like he was kicked out of the bridge, basically. She was like, "Uh, weren't you demoted? And then was like, bye. Get off off my brig. Well, it's it's time to meet a new character. We meet Rose, who is more than the death of... She's mourning the death of her sister Paige, who was the bomber earlier in the movie. Oh, that's why she's got that little moon necklace. Yeah, yeah. I already forgot what it was called. Same here. Let's move past it. 
uh, Rosemary's family, uh, and she's very much starstruck. Finn is considered a hero within the Resistance, which is uh, news to him, because he's yeah. leave. He's been dead. Well, Basically, Finn, yeah, he's just like... Finn's allegiance <laughs> is not to the Resistance, it's to Rey. He doesn't give a shit about the Resistance. He just wants to survive. Yeah. He's a yeah. I I don't I don't that he doesn't care about the resistance. It's the fact that he does not Greg. No, he he does not care about about the resistance. Period. Not yet. Well, also the fact that he was on the brig when they told they're talking about the fact that they tracked them through hyperspace. Yeah, that'd be the bridge. So he's like, I need to get out of here. Would be the jail. We're not leaving. The bridge. The bridge. JB. Yeah. The brig, you know, that's when you lock someone up. Did I throw him in the brig? Did I call it the brig? You called it the brig. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Anyway, uh, Rose decides to stun Finn because he's attempting to escape. But then they kind Which, of. Which, to be fair, it is treason. It is treason. <laughs> but did he ever really officially join the resistance? Well, in her eyes, he's a hero. And to commit treason for a hero, I would stun him too. I wouldn't. I'd be like, I ain't going to be part of this violence. You'd leave, dude. I don't care. Well, apparently she's stunned like four other people. Yeah, people trying to defect. Well, not defect, um, but just leave. Yeah, run away. Well, my thing is, where are they going to go? The skate pod, it's not like you could just... Fly the thing sure you oh, can. away. Well, they're in the middle of space. Where are they going to go? Ooh, land on the nearest away. planet. Yeah. We see this tons of time. Yeah. Well, I guess. Well, because well, the Empire is the first, the first order, sorry, not the Empire. It's just like right there. I don't think yeah, they're going to escape it in a pod. An escape pod is faster than any ship, any of these big ships. Maybe. But they're not, to our knowledge right now, they're not close to any planet. That's fair. Well, and I don't think the escape pods have navigation systems. Sure they do. Yeah, they do. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> Why wouldn't they? <laughs> what? So you don't fall? Every time we've seen space. an escape pod in Star Wars, it gets picked up by another ship. Uh, excuse me. Or just it's stranded in space. Someone has not played Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the, I don't know, the droids went straight to, uh, Tatooine. Well, in Jedi Fallen Order, uh, during the Order 66 scene, you clearly see uh-huh. a navigation system in the escape pod. Okay, I haven't oh. got that far in the game. Okay. Um, I've played the game. I am playing the game. I just haven't finished it yet, so. Gotcha. Oh, Lord. Um, it's nice to know that's a scene that comes up, though. <laughs> Well, uh, Finn and Rose end up finding some <laughs> common ground, and uh, they end up going to Poe and come up with this wacky plan to stop the wacky. First Order. And uh, they decide to call Maz for help, and she's fighting someone, some kind of union dispute, whatever. Um, but Moz sends them to find a code breaker on a casino planet called Canto Bite. 
Okay, that's all we hear about it. That's the it's just Jake's it's said part of the and we we'll never see it. Okay. So <laughs> Rain and Kylo all. connect to the force for the first time. Nothing to add, alright. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, nothing to add on this so far. They, okay. they connected through the force. It's interesting. All right. You know? We see Hawk 2 has caretakers that keep it uh, together. And, uh, Which is... It makes sense. What do they eat? Which? Fish? Uh, fish? <laughs> Pork? Yeah. Pork? I like, how, yeah. I like how we failed to see them until after the whole thing with Kylo and Ray. Yeah. Well. Like, where were they the entire time that we've been going to this planet? Yeah, they were doing laundry. I mean, they're uh, local. It's not like they have, like, another island to go hide to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe they've got plenty of islands. Uh, maybe. Well, it's time for Ray's first lesson. And uh, Luke has her sit out on this rock and reach out through the forest where she physically reaches her hand out. He tickles her hand with a leaf and says, you feel that? That's the force. And then slaps her. That's stupid. Yeah, that's... That's so stupid. It was... I don't know. That's it was a weird thing to watch. I'll be honest. I chuckled. I hate you. But because it was stupid. It's so dumb. Like, that doesn't belong in Star Wars. That's like a like a poop joke. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Like fair, there's some fart jokes in Phantom Menace. I mean, yeah. Like, those, they have their place. But the Phantom Menace also isn't that highly regarded. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know. Like, it didn't need to be in there. But they did it. So there you go. Well, Ray starts to... How much you change about now? reach out and see mm. the workings of the island and she starts to sense a dark place and she goes straight to it and terrifies Luke. And she like cracks the ground. Yeah. yeah. She, the amount of fear in his eyes when the ground cracks was insane. He is alright. Because he was just like, uh, stop. <laughs> Well, he says that he's only seen that once before, and it didn't scare him. Now it does. Yeah. And uh, that's where Ray loons that Lucas cut himself off from the Force. Because she didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't feel him through the Force when she was reaching out. Uh, so interesting. Back, back to the stupid fucking other plot of this movie. Um, we find out Lieutenant Connix is in on the plan. Uh, that's about it. We, I got uh, Rose says something though. Oh, the, the only business that gets you rich is war. And I'm like, I don't know. Lando was living quite lavishly, being just a gas miner. Well, we don't know so, where Lando's living right now. He might be homeless. Not right now, but he was living lavishly before he joined the Resistance. Those years and years and years ago. 
That's fair. Uh, Borgs are driving Chewy nuts. Um, Kylo and Ray connect again, and Kylo actually is able to feel the rain from Ankh Two. Which is okay. interesting. Uh, I find the whole connecting thing that they do is intriguing. I love their force connection. Me too. And it gets even better. Because like you don't, movie. you don't see it anywhere else. So, well, this was just they. It was a, a bridge built between them. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, anyone can sense anyone across the universe if you're powerful enough but now that they have that connection they can just keep reusing it basically well they don't ever do it on purpose it just kind of happens well yeah. not in this movie it's true true well we arrive at Cano Bight and I really <coughs> like I really like Cano Bight as a place it's cool. Oh, yeah. It's cool. But the storyline happening here sucks. Uh-huh. I really don't have much to say about it. I mean... I honestly, neither do I. Well, the racing fathers here in Canto Bight. Oh, the racing horses? Oh, no. No, fathers. Oh, horses. sorry. Yeah, right. Big deer horses. Uh, they find the code breaker. Basically. But they're arrested. Of course they are. And then we cut back. Who parks on a fucking beach? I don't know. Where the fuck? Assholes. Assholes. Well, I mean, beach. they've never been to this planet before, so they're just like, let's just land somewhere. Yeah, but someone politely tells them, hey, you can't park there. That's a public beach. Well, I mean, they're kind of on a mission. They're, they are rushed for time, so. I guess hey, so. Kind of to see how we cut back to Ray and she's practicing her saber skills you know and she mm-hmm. ends up cutting a rock and then smashes a wheelbarrow and uh, this comedy is really getting out of hand because it's <laughs> not funny <laughs> yeah it is not it's it's bad um Luke sits Ray down and teaches her about the failure of the Jedi and talks about how the height of their power, Darth Sidious was able to rise up and destroy them. It was their hubris, their hubris. that destroyed them. And Jake, uh, that's a, cool. Give a definition I mean, for hubris. Yeah. I think that was cool. Yeah. As far as like acknowledging that the Jedi like aren't everything yeah it doesn't they don't really matter well luke for the force luke goes on to tell ray the circumstances of kylo's turn and we see that uh he had been growing through the dark side uh he had been in contact with snoke and that he ended up attacking luke in his hut one night yeah you know, we see this scene like three times in different variations. Not like. We do see it three times. Yeah. You know, why did he didn't just say the full truth the first time? I don't know. but Because mm, it made him look bad. 
I guess. It's like when it's you're not like a kid you and you accidentally like hurt your cousin and you're like, oh man, he totally just tripped. That sucks. <laughs> Damn, totally didn't try to kill him and he killed me first. Totally didn't hit him in the face with a toy lightsaber. Yeah. I just threatened him with a knife. I didn't actually stab him. Listen, I had a knife. That guy was shot. It couldn't have been me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Finn and Rose meet DJ. Ah, the, the only redeeming cell. quality of Canto Bite. And uh, DJ says that he can do all this shit and break out and everything. Oh, plot armor? That's awesome. Well, I remember going into this movie, everyone thought that Benicio Del Toro, who plays DJ, they all thought yeah. he was going to be a Sith. Boy, were they wrong. Really? I had... Yeah. It was a big theory. Oh, I don't... Huh. My, my theory, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. The theory I had okay. for Benicio Del Toro's character before this movie came out, because we knew his name was DJ. I thought he was playing yeah. the older version of Ezra. From Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. And I thought DJ stood for Doom Jarrus, which are the two last names of Keenan. See, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. But instead, he's just some random dude who was in a cell on Canto Bite. I think he's an interesting character. I'd I like mean, to I see like him. more of him. I just think mine would have been cool. I like him. Yeah, it would have been cool. Well, uh, DJ Finn and Rose all escape, and uh, and Rose show kids that they're resistance, and they help them break out the fathers. Blah blah blah. It's, it's really boring. I even wrote here, Canto yeah. White sequence is really boring. Just want to get back. To and they literally, and Luke. it's just a bunch of useless destruction, and we're supposed to feel bad, yeah. or we're supposed to like, yeah, yeah, you destroy that stuff. They're the bad guys. Yeah. But I don't feel that way. Well, DJ and BB-8 save Rose and Finn, and that's pretty much it. They like so they they let these fathers go, but they're not going to be free for long. Like in reality, they're just going to get captured again. Probably. We don't even know if they're native to this planet. That's true. They could have just introduced an invasive species. Yeah. They could have just ruined this whole planet's ecosystem. <laughs> I feel like the entire bit with Kentabai was unnecessary, except for maybe like the finding the DJ. This, this could have been a cool subplot if Poe and Finn went together. Well, based huh. off when we finally learn the plan, this whole plot's useless. It only serves yeah, it is. to fuck over the resistance. Yeah, that's it. Just okay. to give Finn something to do. That's yeah. all the subplot was. Yeah. Well, Luke, uh, he reaches out with the Force for the first time in a while. And he kind of connects with Leia for a second. I thought it was cool him reconnecting with the Force here. Yeah. I thought it was a cool little, like, little scene. And you know how you follow a cool little scene like that? 
with a stupid joke. So, Ray and Kylo connect again. He doesn't have a shirt on. She's like, oh, can you put a cowl on or something? Like, what the fuck? What's the point? It's not like he was naked. Shit. What point is that joke? <laughs> she just got embarrassed because she thought he was a hottie. Even if it's there to, like, set up a possible romance, that's not how romance works. Yeah, that was a stupid joke. Stupid joke. Um, Well, this is the biggest shock. Was that even a joke? This is a joke. This is a joke. Yeah, Joke. No. This is a bad one. Whether it's it not doesn't matter, but it was a joke. <laughs> well we get Kylo tells why he turned from his perspective. And from his perspective, he woke up and Luke attempted to murder him. As you do. As you do. I don't know how many times I've wanted to murder my nephew. Well <laughs> that's true, so it's <laughs> not true. I've never thought about murdering him. No, the lightsaber at least. Yeah, no. <laughs> the lightsaber at least. I never thought about murdering him because he was turning to the dark side just because I thought he was an asshole. <laughs> I don't, well, you know. Uh, anyway, um, Ray goes to the dark place, to this cave, and she has an experience. And this is kind of cool. It's not as cool as Empire, but it's kind of cool. And, uh, whatever she, she wants to see her I didn't parents. like it okay well shut up she wants to see her I, parents I, okay I said shut up so she wants to see her okay. parents and uh she doesn't that's it <laughs> yep that, that's why I thought it was stupid I, I I don't get the what it was trying to tell like with with Luke's it was trying to sh- it showed Vader's in one way or another. I think it's trying to say she's unsure of her place and what to do and kind of setting her up for, oh, she might turn. I, I get that. She can only trust herself yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, it, was, it was like sort of lackluster. I mean, I think it was a cool sequence as far as like being like artful in the way they did it but it didn't tell me much yeah and i guess that's a good thing it's supposed to be kind of obscure so well uh ray goes back to too obscure they connect and they have this deep discussion and they actually touch hands through the forest and that's when uh you know ray senses the good in kylo and Luke walks in like a fucking dad just caught his daughter on her date, you know. And he's like, stop! And he, pulls and he destroys a whole hut. Yeah, he destroys the hut. And that's so he's not even trying, you know. Matt yeah. gave a shit. And uh, Ray attacks Luke and eventually kind of bests Luke, which pisses me the fuck off. Uh, I know, I know. How long this dude has not been connected to the Force? If Ray pulled a lightsaber on him, he would just take it. Listen. Because he's Luke Skywalker. Luke might be cut off from the Force, but did you see him jump 
on a pole and yeah. spear a fish from the sky. All right. He has skills. Yeah. This dude fought Darth Vader. Right? He fought Darth Vader. I'm not buying that Ray best him. I, I believe Kylo can he can best Kylo because he was unsure and he was being sloppy, but not Luke. Well, this I leads. feel like the only reason she vested Luke was because he she, he was caught off guard by the whole That's situation. Fair. That's fair. But at the same time, he could have regained himself and been like, I'm going to take that lightsaber from you because I'm Luke fucking Skywalker. Or, yeah, he could have like snapped and shut it off. Yeah. Probably. He just probably could have snapped and she would have exploded. It's about to be <laughs> He's Thanos now. Probably. Yeah, he just... <laughs> well, this leads to Luke telling Rey the truth about Kylo's turn, which is that Luke had sensed the bad, the darkness rising in him. He went to his hut, and for a split second, he thought about it because he didn't want a new Vader, and he was immediately ashamed, and all Kylo saw was him holding his lightsaber, and so Kylo thought he was there to kill him, and that's how it all went down. Yep. Also, and then, when that happened, when oh. Kylo saw that and attacked him, Luke totally could have saved it. He could have been like, um, time for a surprise midnight training. You know, like, he could have saved it. Yeah, but I mean, like, he tried to say Ben, no, but, you know, he already pulled the whole structure down on him. Maybe if Luke talked a little faster. Yeah, I feel like he got out of Luke's control once Ben grabbed his lightsaber. Yeah. Because then from there, he's like, fuck, what do I do? Well, uh, Ray believes that she can turn Kylo. And Luke refuses to leave, so she leaves Ock 2 without him. Mm-hmm. Dumb bitch. <laughs> Just as dumb as Luke was in Empire. True. But uh, Luke is dumb with this shit now, and he's like, I'm going to burn down the tree and all the texts. And so he's headed there with, uh, with some fire, and we see Yoda is watching him. Woot woot. Yeah. And uh, Yoda. First, and, first ghost in this segment. In, in this. I love Yoda. Yeah. And Yoda and Luke reunite. And I want to say before this movie came out, I called that we were going to see Yoda. I called it. Yeah. Um, so I was I, hoping we saw one of the Force ghosts. I just didn't know which one it was going to be. I correctly. Well, to be fair, I predicted Luke and Anakin, or Yoda and Anakin. So I was 50% right. Well, see, I still wish we would have saw Anakin talk to Kylo at some point. Yeah. Uh, but that never happened. Well, uh, we hear Yoda's theme from Empire. It's really nice. They actually have a mm -hmm. puppet instead of using CG. And, uh, I, I I loved this scene. There wasn't a part of it I didn't like. It's one of the best parts. So, well, Luke, Luke decides Ryan, to Ryan did a really good down. job writing this part. Sorry. No, it was good. But Luke decides he can't burn it down, and Yoda apparently 
death doesn't stop anything in Star Wars. Just summons lightning from the sky and burns down the tree. Well, Yoda's part of the Force. But the amount of power that it shows this uh, Yoda using in this scene... If you can still do that shit when you're dead... It's absurd. Why don't we just give these Force Ghosts lightsabers and have at it with the bad guys? Well, because there's balance. And once you're dead, you just want to watch things happen. You don't care what happens. Well, if Yoda can blow shit up and Luke can hold lightsaber when they're ghosts, why the fuck aren't they fighting? Because they don't, they don't want to change the results. Because the Force will always balance itself one way or another. They're being lazy when they can save the galaxy. Oh, God. Fucking... Mm, whatever. But the Yoda comedy is used well. You know, he's a joking around. He's a little prankster like he was in Empire. And uh, he gives Luke the yeah. lesson that the greatest teacher is failure. It's true. So Luke, he's basically telling Luke, get off your ass and do something. You lazy bastard. Yeah. Even though I'm a if you didn't dead cut lazy it. bastard and I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. If he didn't cut himself off from the force, maybe he would have been able to talk to some force ghosts and get some wisdom. No, no. Maybe. Whatever. Or maybe Anakin, maybe the whole reason he cut himself off from the force is because Anakin kept trying to contact him. He's like, leave me alone, dad. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> had nothing to do with Kylo. Yeah. Um, back to the shit. shit. Uh, DJ wants Rose's necklace as kind of a down payment, which she agrees to. Um, the old owner of this ship sold the both sides of the war. What a piece of shit. Um, yeah. Ray launches the Snoke ship in a pod. And is greeted by Kylo, who is waiting for her. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that when I watched this the first time around. I mean, how else was that gonna happen? Really? She sends him a like text. She was gonna get five. They shoot the fucking pod out of the sky. <laughs> Well, Finn, Rose, and DJ sneak. Uh, what? What did I write here? They sneak on the ship. Whatever. Um, yeah. Poe and the others take command from Holdo because she won't tell him the fucking plan. Uh, and she still won't after they even take over the ship. Uh, Ray tries well, to turn Tyler. Uh, yeah, go. Well, when they originally took over the bridge, um, it was because uh, Poe found out that they were going to load onto the escape the escape pods. Yeah, the, yeah, but or crafts. He doesn't yeah, if she would have just told him what was happening, he would have been like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Yeah, but she didn't. Yeah, I feel like she was more hot-headed in this one than than the last movie. Well, uh. You know, Ray is trying to turn Kylo while they're going through the halls and talking and everything. Very similar to Return of the Jedi. And then yeah. Kylo takes Ray to Snoke's throne room. Snoke is a strong bitch. Snoke's fucking ugly. 
dude. He is ugly, but you know he's he's a very strong Sith. As far as his force abilities go, he can't be a Sith. It's impossible. What? He's not a Sith. Snoke isn't. No. Oh, he's just a force asshole. Yeah. Even Kylo's not a Sith. Huh. They made that very clear going into this trilogy. They're not Sith. They're just assholes. Yeah, they're just dicks. That use the dark side of the force. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. They're not they're not Sith, they're just using the dark side of the force. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we go to back to the the bad shit. And uh GJ gives Rose her necklace back after using it as a conductor. Um three PO gets bullied. That's nothing new. <laughs> all Star Wars is, is three generations of 3PO getting bullied. That's true. Until we finally get the payoff where he's like, all of you are my friends. I want to take one last look at my friends. Pulls out a picture of Han Luke and Leia. Um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, a fight breaks out on the Resistance cruiser because Holdo tries to take her command back. Which I mean to it uh rose and finn are captured and phasma shows up like almost two hours into the movie but she's alive i mean i still like phasma i do too pretty cool um i want to know how she had out of the track compactor Probably has. That's where they said they put her. She probably has a key card. There's yeah, a she probably just. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, Leia breaks into the that's bridge what... and stuns Poe. She's awake now. And that's when we finally learn Holdo's plan, which is that they can use the escape pods to go to Crate, where there's an old rebel base, and they won't detect the pods. They'll be paying attention to the main cruiser. Which would have worked. Wow, what a plan. Which would have worked if they didn't go off on this separate mission, which fucked everything up, and they wouldn't have gone on that second mission if someone told them the fucking plan. How convoluted is that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Holdo, really, she's a decent character personality-wise, but she was not needed in this movie. No, she Should've wasn't. But they needed a conflict. Yeah. So she was chosen instead of Akbar because Akbar would have just told Poe what happened. Yeah. What was happening. Well, they should have found a better conflict than just use Akbar. <laughs> Snoke speaks to Ray, and uh, he reveals he bridged Kylo and Ray's minds. He does the whole bit where he's like, "Look, there's a battle going on outside. You're all gonna lose." Uh, he does the bit mm-hmm. where he's very cocky. And he's like, "My apprentice is gonna kill you." Blah blah blah. You know, Kylo kills Snoke. He does. He does the Return of the Jedi's best hits, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is good because I like Return of the Jedi. Um, uh, tortures Ray. You know, and he's like, "You're gonna give me the location of Skywalker," and she does. Mm-hmm. What a bitch. Um, well, she does it unwillingly. Well, yeah, but I mean, 
I wouldn't have given it up at all. Because he, like, I would have forces it I gave up. out of her. I would have died before I gave up Luke. Well, Snoke does a way stronger version of what Kylo tries to do in the first movie to Poe and Rey and succeeds. Listen, it looks like it hurts. You know, it probably hurts, but I mean... But it's because she was trying to fight it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Poe wakes up on the transport and someone finally fills him in on what the fuck is going on. Um, then we find out DJ made a deal with the First Order to save his skin, and that cost that the, the plan for the Resistance. And so the First Order starts firing at the escape pods. No. So, Such a... Fuck you, DJ. I'm glad uh, you're Ezra. Basically, yeah. It makes a good point, though. It's like, uh... You, they'll blow you up today, you blow them up tomorrow. Meh. My favorite, it might be my favorite line of the movie, and it, I think it's unintentionally funny, is when uh, Finn says, you're wrong, and he just looks at him and he goes, maybe. Sure. I love that part. I hope he shows up again at some point. Me too. Uh, but we don't, we don't really have any content post- sequel trilogy yet mm -hmm. um, Snoke wants Kylo to kill Rey and he goes on this big speech and Kylo is like uh, I know what I gotta do and he murders Snoke which nobody saw coming at all yeah, no, no one I wouldn't have called that uh <laughs> But uh, it's pretty cool. It was a good twist. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty badass. Um, it blew my fucking mind. I was just like, uh, what? That's one of I know one, I of our, like, uh, one of our friends in our group was super mad about it because like, they just yeah. threw away his character. That's what I, I hate. It's like, he's just a pawn. You know, we don't need to know everything about him. He's just some dude. Right. Well, some, some dude strong with the force. Yeah. Well, because it was, it was portrayed that he was... Him and Kylo were, like, the main villains, yeah. basically. And then, and then he just dies. For you. you create a monster to be big and scary, right? So that everyone's like, oh, and man, it, that guy's a monster. And then you have someone beat him, and they're like, that dude just beat the monster. Holy shit. That's what it was. So, yeah. But uh, it just—it was a way to serve Kylo and show his progression. But now we get uh, the best sequence in the movie, which is Kylo and Rey fighting the Praetorian Guards. I feel like this was pretty cool. I, watching back, it, there is some parts that it's like could have. There's just a couple parts that could have been better paced as far as the fight but overall it was a really cool fight and I, I'll, I'll watch it again i love it the, the praetorian guards are badass true. like the weapons they have and stuff like the guy has a staff that that pulls apart. the other guy has like an electric whip pretty dope one of their swords turn into a whip yeah yeah later in the fight which was yeah in interesting the last to see. Kill. Is amazing where Kylo just catches the saber, turns it on, and turns it off immediately. That was amazing. really cool. I loved it. 
And so Ray is so happy. She's like, oh man, Ben's back. And then it turns out, no, he's not. He just murdered his master so he could take power. Uh, I think... Go on. I think Ray considered joining him. Oh, for sure she considers him. Um, um, what, what do you think would have changed if she did? Uh, the next movie. <laughs> the whole next movie? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it would be interesting. Because who, who from the Resistance side is going to stop them now? Finn? Fair enough. I mean, there would really I mean, be no one who could. possible if Leia can sense finish strong in the force and then trains them. <laughs> or you just have, like, Ezra show up. He's like, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> Aha! Or Anakin's resurrected. He's like, Rise of Skywalker, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been crazy. That would have been amazing. A 10 out of 10 movie. Oh, I actually boy. thought Anakin was going to have I don't know how, whatever. Uh, but you know, so Kylo, back to... he does his best flirting by telling Rey that she's nobody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. good negative reinforcement. Uh, but Rey refuses to join him. And, uh, you know, they play tug of war with the lightsaber. Right as that's happening, Finn and Rose are about to be executed for their crimes uh, with laser axes. Pretty dope. Uh, which is badass, yeah. Alright. The fucking... The execution troopers look cool, and they got fucking laser axes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, well, Anakin's saber, the saber we've been following for fucking years and years and years gets ripped in half and uh oh shit yeah i also wasn't expecting that when that happened i wasn't even like yeah it was cool like i understood that they were tugging at it from two different sides using two different strengths with the force and everything but i was not expecting it for it to just like explode yeah Right as that happened, Holdo, in an effort to help the Resistance escape, crashes the destroyer through the fleet of the First Order at light speed. Which is cool. This? But it's not. It is cool. I didn't feel any kind of emotion or anything for Holdo. Alright. Yeah, well, thinking back on it, this has to be a very slow and painful death because you're being eviscerated at light speed well, depends. and everything is slowed down depends where you get hit if you get hit direct, I guess. Well, I'm pretty sure it's pretty fast I don't know I feel like because it's like going through a black hole like you're going faster through it but then everything slows down really quick so it's like takes longer for you to die I mean maybe I don't know I don't know. I don't know. But this is the biggest part of me yeah. saying that Akbar should have taken her place because it would have made the yeah. sacrifice more meaningful and I actually would have been emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. True. She was just a throwaway character. Oh, well, hold on now. Basically. 
she was just she was kind of written to be thrown away in this movie, but she like Well yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> if we knew more about her, it would have been emotional, but we just didn't. Yeah. And that was the problem. We find out through yeah. this that Finn and Rose are okay. Mm-hmm. They survived the uh, the crash. BB-8 isn't an ATST because he can. And then we get yeah. the face Oh, off. so. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Phasma's blaster is also chrome. She might be a trooper, but she's got fucking style. Dude, so uh, much chrome. She's going to like a she's a badass shop to get all that chrome. Do you think her armor is Beskar? No. No? Because her okay. helmet gets smashes in, smashed in later. It's not Beskar. That's true. That's true. Um, but he but gets shot. I mean, it, it might be stronger than the average material, but I don't think it's Beskar. Okay. All right. Um, but Finn and Phasma face off. And uh, Finn breaks in her helmet, and we can see the left eye, Gwendolyn Christie, for like three seconds before she falls to her death. Yep. So, I mean, she should have been used better in this trilogy. Gwendolyn Christie That's deserves true. She should have. That's Brianna fucking Tarth, goddammit. She's a good actress. She is. You wouldn't know because you don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, suck my nut. Is amazing she's badass in that show she's kicking ass <laughs> i'm using this podcast uh, as a platform to get you to watch that show it's gonna shut happen. up uh by the way hux is a fucking coward yeah because for not killing kylo he shows up he's ready to shoot kylo and then he wakes up and he's like nope and that's actually funny that's actually pretty funny it is funny um, Kylo lies about Snoke's death, and the Resistance arrives on Crete. I think Crete is a very beautiful planet and perfect for movie design. Dude, they got like, crystal critters. As far as yeah, they got crystal critters, and it's it's one of my favorite planets in Star Wars. Uh, that's gone a little far. No, I like the contrast of the white and the red. And the, it, it I feel like they used it well. It was, a, it was a new planet, and I'm gl- I'm always happy to see new planets. It would not crack my top ten. I'm not even close. I, f- I find it weird that the planet's surface is covered in salt. Why? I mean, it's a salt planet. Why is that weird? That's what it is. I don't know. Have you not seen Utah? Why is the Sahara covered in sand? Yeah. Why are the Utah salt flats covered in salt? Why is my front driveway covered okay, in vehicles? you guys bring up fair points. Covered in what? Vehicles. My front driveway. Why is it covered in vehicles? Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> this, is a, this is a legitimate question. There's five fucking cars in my driveway. What the fuck? Jeff, I mean... I guess these are fair points. Anyway, uh, Rose and Friend actually crash into the base at the last second because they just assumed Finn and Rose were dead. Yeah. uh, The Resistance send out a distress signal to all their allies in the Outer Rim. I'm glad that uh, true to character, 
Marco asks about his droid first. Yeah. Well, this this is the point where we see the character shift for Finn because he's now 100% involved with the resistance. He's about it. He's a part of the cause. Yeah. Because uh, he, he actually, to go back a little bit to the fight with Phasma, she called him scum, and he says rebel scum right before she falls. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that's a little art for him. Well, then uh, we get a cameo. You know, every, every one of these movies has a cameo. And this one is by Gareth Edwards. Do either of you know who that is? No. You should. No. That is the director of Rogue One. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. He's one of the cool. guys in the that. trenches. He's standing next to the guy who tastes the salt. Oh, okay. He uh, also uh, directed Godzilla 2014. Huh. Um, there's this big-ass cannon showing up to break into the base. Interrised Death Star tech. Yeah. Resistance is like, well, we gotta stop that. And so a bunch of people go out and attempt to take it out. The Falcon arrives on Crete shooting shit. Yeah. With, uh, cool. Cool. with uh, Chewie and Ray. And Chewie, he doesn't get enough credit. Chewie's a damn good pilot. I know, you must, yeah, he's a fucking badass. I he mean, never gets to fly he's had enough time the before. Falcon. He's always the co-pilot, but he gets to fly it here. And he's a damn good pilot. He's a damn What's good a pilot. fork messing with everything? Yeah. Why does Ray get the Falcon? It should go to, it should go to Chewie. It's true. Or Lando, either one. Well, so, Lando, yeah. Did but. no one give Lando a phone call and be like, your best friend was murdered by his son about three hours ago? <laughs> Does he just not get a phone well, call? Well, I'm assuming he got this distress signal. Listen, Jake, if your son ever murders you, make sure someone gives me a goddamn phone call. All right, I'll leave a note. I'll leave a note. Okay, thank you. Anyway, um... Poe orders everyone to pull off because the thing is almost fully charged. And Finn refuses to retreat. He's learned from his mistakes. He's com- Yes, he's a character art. Uh, Finn refuses to retreat and is willing to sacrifice himself to stop this, which is noble but stupid because there's no way he'd be able to stop it. Yeah, he would have been, he would have been incinerated. Would have been and I feel like it would have done nothing to continue the story if he just died. Yeah. And, but luckily, Rose crashes into him and saves him. And Finn's like, why'd you do that? And she's like, I saved you, fucking dumbass. We're and not gonna win by killing those we hate. We're gonna win by saving those we love. Yeah, she kisses Finn. Which was an interesting little one. And this is, is weird because it's one of the only bits of romance we get through this trilogy. Like, there's not really a strong central romance. Yeah. Like there is in the prequel and original trilogies. That's true. There's no setup here. <laughs> she she was, like, starstruck by um when they met. I guess like, so. Oh, my God. You're Finn. You know? She's, like, fangirling. That's true. There's a little setup. And listen, I like Rose. I wish she had more to do in Rise of Skywalker. 
I hope they like expand on her character in like a, a comic or a book or something between like uh, between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker because there's a gap there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I, I like Rose. I don't I don't hate her as much as I did on the first viewing. I feel like she is an interesting character. I really like her theme too that John Williams does. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but nobody has answered the distress signal. Leia is just completely defeated. She's like, no one's coming. It's over. And, uh, you know, on cue, here comes, here comes Luke. And we see Luke and Leia on screen for the first time since Return of the Jedi. This is a powerful moment. And when rewatching this, keep in mind, I've seen this movie seven, eight times. Uh, I bawled like a little bitch during the scene. <laughs> oh my god. I did. I was fucking crying. It was Luke and Leia. But uh, they, have a, they have a nice scene. Another example of good comedy is before Luke even says anything, Leia says, I know what you're going to say. Uh, I changed my hair. <laughs> That was funny. It was funny. And, uh, that was a good joke. I, I feel like Leia knew that Luke was a force projection when oh, he touched her. Oh, she knows. She knows. Yeah. But Luke gives Leia uh, Han's dice, and he kisses her on the forehead. On the forehead. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and then the other good bit of comedy right here is he sees 3PO. And 3PO says, Master Luke. And Luke just winks at him and walks off. Uh, There's also uh, another sequence that happens here where uh, Leia mentions that uh, she knows that Ben's gone at this point, basically. Yeah, they talk about Ben. He says, uh, Luke says, I can't save him. And Leia says, I know, I know my son's gone. And, like, uh, and then we get no the, one's ever uh, really gone. Yep. I like that line. We get that nice setup line. Well, Luke walks out of the base alone, <laughs> and there's a lot of hints at what's really going on. The first one being fucking like ten years younger. Yeah. The second one being he's got the lightsaber we just saw ripped in half ten minutes ago. I. From, on my first viewing, I didn't notice any of these. I didn't either. Neither did I, honestly. I don't think we were supposed to. No, we're not. But they're obvious. They're pretty but fucking obvious. Um, but uh, Kylo sees Luke and he's like, I want every gun to fire on that man. And it does. And uh, Hux has a funny line where he says, do you think you got him? And he didn't. Yeah, he was Hux. like, stop firing. He didn't. <laughs> you, you, you think? Luke walks to be out fair. And he's fine. To be fair, you would have thought. You would just think. Just a normal man, you'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah, um, not knowing the information that we know. That's true. Well, until then, there's like, you think you got him? think that was enough firepower? You, you think you, you, I think it's good. To be fair, you shoot me once, you probably got me. You shoot me with... 12 AT, ATs I'm probably dust yeah yeah. And that, and that's why he's like okay that that's enough 
Well, uh, Finn brings Rose back to the base right as Kylo descends and has his face off with his uncle. There's also another scene that I find interesting. He's like, low, like take me down and don't advance or fire until I say. Yeah. And Hux is just like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he just throws them. Yeah. Against and then the, the control like panels. Right he's, like, oh, and he's like, very well. Um, Poe immediately notices what's going on. He's buying them time to escape and he kind of takes charge and... Uh, he's like, we got to go this way. And everyone's like looking at Leia. And she's like, well, follow him. I don't fucking know what you're looking at me for. She she turns around and is like, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. It's good. It's it's a nice moment for Poe. But the exit of the cave is blocked and they have no way to get out. Meanwhile... Luke is evading all of Kylo's attacks, but not engaging in an attack himself. He's got some. He's got some cool tricks. He does like a little a duck, like a limbo and a spin thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Making sure he's not hit. Yeah. Some good wire work there. <laughs> True. Um, Ray shows up and lifts the rocks out from the cave so that they can escape. And she reunites with Finn, and they hug, and it's a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke straight up tells Kylo, I will not be the last Jedi. And he says, if you strike me down, I will always be with you, just like your father. Which is foreshadowing because of something we see in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, that's true. Oh, shit. Totally, true. totally foreshadowed that. He'll always be with you. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then Kylo's like, all right, I'm going to murder you now. And slices right through Luke, and it goes straight through him. And that's yeah, Luke got his Obi-Wan moment. That's where we see Luke is projecting himself from Ock 2, which is at the point I was like, it's not a competition anymore. Luke Skywalker is the most powerful Jedi of all time. Yeah, he is. I feel like Anakin could have got there if he never Anakin, turned. Yeah, but he did. Anakin could have. Yeah, I think I think even Mace Windu was looking from the Great Beyond and being like, "Motherfucker, God, that's impressive." Wow. Was Not a strain that that's taken. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. None of us were expecting that when we watched it. Yeah, uh, definitely not. But Granted, all the signs were there, but... Oh, well, yeah, it's obvious, but we too involved. Uh, Luke collapses like, from the effort it took to project himself, uh, presumably across the galaxy. Yeah, he died. And, uh, as the last of the f- resistance boards the Falcon... Just nuts to think all the resistance, all that's left, can fit on the Falcon. Man, crazy. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people left. No, not at all. Luke looks up at the uh, twin sons on Octu, just like he did on Tatooine before he left. The uh, mm-hmm. the classic Star Wars music kicks in, and he becomes one with the Force. 
but this this creates a problem. How in the hell did Luke's metal hand disappear with him? That's shouldn't we have heard um, of like a clunk from the hand falling to the ground after he disappeared? How did Anakin's whole metal body disappear with him? Because it was built in the suit, and so it probably oh, whatever. didn't Shut disappear. Up. Shut up. I've heard that argument before, and my answer to that is that they probably weren't thinking of it. It just slipped their yeah, mind. Yeah, probably. And it probably it would probably ruin the moment if this iconic music is playing. Luke disappears, and you just hear <laughs> dink, dunk. It would kind of ruin the moment. Yeah, it would. Um, Kylo and Ray see each other one last time, and Ray cuts off the connection when she closes the Falcon. Uh, the resistance escapes, and uh, Leia finally gives Chewie a hug. Oh, because you know, yeah. his best friend Ray and Poe meet for the first time. Yeah, they meet for the first time, which actually contradicts the Force Awakens novel where they had met on the base. So I guess that part of the novel uh. isn't canon anymore. Which also, this kind of makes no sense because they were on the same base for like a day. They should probably... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But whatever. Um, I'll go with them. We see that Rey has the Jedi text, which uh, enforces the line Yoda said earlier where he said, those books contain nothing that the girl Rey doesn't already possess. Right. Which I thought was funny. Ray and Leia talk about Luke and how they both felt her passing or his passing and uh, how it was a peaceful passing. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the end for all the main characters. We cut to slave kids telling the story of Luke. Um, and then somehow Ray, already. Yeah. It's probably your guy. Um, the boy uses the force to grab a broom and he looks into the stars as the music plays and the movie ends. Very unique ending. <laughs> Don't get us copyrighted. All right. Overall, it was an okay movie. It wasn't the worst Star Wars movie, but it's definitely not, uh, not the best. This is by far Jake's favorite. He tells me all the time how much he loves it. <laughs> Can't get enough of this movie. Well, so yeah, overall, what do you guys think of uh, Last Jedi? Uh, six and a half out of ten. Jesus. Uh, some uh, parts, some, some parts nine out of ten. Other parts three out of ten. So I'll yeah. get five. It's divisive for sure. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. It's fine. I, I, it's I feel fine. like there's some scenes that could have been altered to make it better, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and just that alone is why such a low score exists in my eyes. The best way to describe it is it's fine. It's fine. It's not yeah. awful. If you're looking for a comedic Star Wars movie... Definitely go for this one. All right, so that's... Because that's, that's basically all this one is. That's The Last Jedi, which the title is a lie because we find out it's not The Last Jedi. 
So Jake, what are we doing next week? Well, I would have to assume that next week you're doing Rise of Skywalker. What's that? The next oh, that's the movie? next movie. The next movie in the trilogy? Gotcha. Yeah, we're going to do that next week. <laughs> so I, I've already purchased my copy of the movie to rewatch it. So I will be rewatching it. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't have a way to watch it, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. I'm surprised they haven't put it on Disney Plus yet. Uh, they're probably going to wait a little while get people to buy it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, probably. But I mean, I pre-ordered it and got it release day. Jesus. That's, that's me. Yeah, I don't have it yet, so. Kind of loser. All right. I have the full collection. Anyway, that's this week's episode of Master and Apprentice. We'll be back next week for The Rise of Skywalker. Get our thoughts on the ending of the Skywalker saga. And so, uh, thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you next time.